Hola, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Castlevania, which we'll be getting into today. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello. Uh, you can find more about our podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes, or on YouTube at OverlyAnimated.com slash YouTube. But uh, yeah, today we are talking about the, the Netflix animated show Castlevania. Um, this is a show that its first season came out a while ago, but its second season is coming out this weekend, or if you're listening to this later, on October 26th of 2018. So we decided to get together and talk a little bit about the, what we have of Castlevania so far in preparation for the next season, which we'll be talking about maybe a little bit later. Um, also, just before we get into this, uh, Castlevania is an adult animated show, so we might get into some uh, not safe for work language here. Uh, also, we're going to briefly talk about it in non-spoiler ways in case you're interested in our thoughts generally on the show. But from there, we'll be getting into deeper stuff and we'll give you a warning when we do. But yeah, let's just talk about our general thoughts first without getting too much into details. Uh, Sam, what, what, what are your general thoughts on what we have of castlevania so far oh i loved it um so my main bread and butter when it comes to anime or anime-esque sort of things is violence (laughs) i don't know why i love like violence in animated form when it's like deep and gritty and like graphic and just like that, more so than Slice of Life. So I was very much on board. It was very captivating, very, I don't know, compelling to watch. I think, like, the first moment of the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's that pretty lady. I'm hooked. Here we go. Castlevania, let's go. It was more dark than I was expecting it to be because... Alex, you did recommend it to me like a month yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I, I don't usually recommend dark stuff like that, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you you fake recommend Disenchanted to everybody. Uh, well, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the CR Disenchantment podcast for why that's a fake yeah. recommendation. So, but yeah, I was just like, okay. I didn't really expect it to be as gory. I think you might have said, uh, just the warning, this gets really squirrely. And then, you know, people were getting disemboweled and stuff which was nice but yeah i was super into it amazingly well done super witty and funny uh you know serious of course uh it does adhere to the game that it is based off of quite a bit but you don't have to play the games in in order to watch it at all i've personally never played a castlevania game in my life you know just being on the internet and like inside of the video game internet community you know things and you read wikipedia yada 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 Mm. but yeah you'd be perfectly fine if you don't know shit about castlevania it's a great anime slash not anime slash whatever you want to call it (laughs) thumbs up yeah like i'm i'm in the similar boat where like i know nothing i knew nothing about castlevania before this see like my total knowledge is it's like that vampire video game from a long time ago right like that's all i knew (laughs) i mean true yeah yeah but but also like i was also pleasantly surprised when i watched it because i i think i'm on a different end where i'm not usually towards the the gory stuff like i i rarely watch horror movies because that's just not my bag but like th- this this show manages to while it does go deep into the goriness of it but like it it feels more like for a reason sort of thing like it, the whole atmosphere of the entire show fits in with the violence that they're using yeah. And also you mentioned the humor, like, it was surprisingly funny at times. <laughs> like, it's such a dry humor, but it, within the hopelessness of the world, like, the jokes that they managed to do yeah, really are... Yeah, they hit, because they, they don't abuse of them, and the, they pick the right moments for it. And also that the the themes of it are kind kind of deep in a way. In a way, we'll we'll get talk a little bit about that later. But yeah, like it, it's as a as a show, like it, it does feel like it it comes really really well. And the fact that it's only four episodes, at least to me, really helps. Yeah, like, that I, definitely I, plays into its favor. 
Yeah, like I, I know some people ha- have complained on the internet that like, oh, well, it feels weirdly paced. Like, why is it only four episodes? There should have been more. Or why bother releasing it? But like, I think that it works as an intro because it, it feels like from beginning to end, it feels like, okay, we're introducing this main character. We're introducing this main character and we're getting the band together for the next season. Like, and, and you don't need to stretch it out. Like, uh, uh, it doesn't feel like there's any wasted time in there, at least to me. So I think that for a first season, Castlevania was really successful and it injects just the right amount of humor and just the right amount of violence. Like it gets it gets a really, really good balance in there. So I I, I was very, um, very surprised at how much I enjoyed it the first time around when I watched it. Um, so, so, yeah, um, we have positive thoughts on this. Um, if you want to go check it out, as you mentioned, it is just four episodes season one um there are 23 to 25 minutes each so that's basically a two-hour binge basically the same length as like a a long movie on netflix so it's definitely worth a watch now we'll be getting into the spoiler territory so now for people who have actually watched um let's what what do we talk about first um i guess we can talk about about characters first so we have we have uh, Trevor Belmont, who's supposedly the main character. We got Dracula. The Bishop is a main character for a while. Um, Saifa comes in later. Uh, Alucard has bits and pieces. Uh, of the main characters, who who did who did you um who who did you enjoy the most uh, of the main cast? Oh, I'm I love Trevor. <laughs> okay, just, okay. I don't know. He's like super funny, and he's just like this puckish rogue type. <laughs> who is just so so sick of the world and everything in it. So he has like a lot of the dry humor going on for him. And he just has great chemistry with everybody he encounters. Like him and Saifa in particular, like in the latter half episodes, that was amazing. Everything he was doing with all the like clergymen in the middle episodes, that was great. I love Trevor. He's the best. Yeah, I, I really like Trevor too. He, he really doesn't give a shit about anything in life, which makes it funny when like he like reacts with like people who are, but the, the rest of this world is so engulfed in their like personal things like with religion or with the, their lives falling apart. And Trevor's just like, I don't care or like what, what like what's going on. And like even in the middle of fights, like he drops in little lines like uh, there's like the like God shits in my dinner once again or, or like <laughs> lines like that. We're like they're, they're, they're quick, but because of just how dryly he delivers them, like it ends up being funny in that way. But uh, yeah, Tre- Trevor is a, is a highlight, and I I especially like that we we don't see him for almost all the first episode, so like it gives us the 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 environment first. Like we we talk about Dracula and we talk about what this world is, and then we dive into the individual story of Trevor. Like now that we have that backstory established, so like I I, I like that uh, that segmenting for for talking about Trevor. Um, I personally, well, uh, Trevor, I think is also my favorite, but I do want to give props to the bishop just because of how like totally evil he is. <laughs> like from yeah. the very, like from the very beginning, like he, he, just the voice that they give him is so like me- menacing. He's in charge of burning Dracula's wife, and then his, the scene that I remember the most is like him and Trevor in the church, and um. He's talking about his delusions of wanting to be be the church, and then later the demons come in. Like his final thing is like, but I did it my entire life for God, and the the demon just like snaps back like your your God thinks you're shit or something like that. But yeah, uh, and then the demon like kills him, and it's great. Yeah, it's great because and it feels cathartic when he gets destroyed because of just how like the totally over the top of a villain he is. But at the same time, we don't see enough of him to get bored of him. So I I, I really liked the, the 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 bishop in the few scenes that he gets in the uh, in this season. And in general, religion gets a lot of talk here because well, basically the the theme is that Dracula. It, is considered a mat a, a demon but because of the fact that his wife was using science they were doing like medieval yeah. stuff and I, I just wonder like how, how did you how did you feel about the whole 
um, I guess like these people claiming to be people of God and then them getting punished by basically the the bowels of hell because, because of what they did to Dracula. Did, did that connect to you at all? I mean, it was the 1500s, so it's like hashtag reasonable for the time. I mean, obviously it's not reasonable that you're killing people who undertake scientific pursuits. That's probably what set us in the Dark Ages, TBH. <laughs> but, you know, like, for me, like, it made sense given the world and, you know, the time period. And I, it's going to, you know, come back around. Obviously, it has already to bite these people in the ass because uh, they're being murdered by demons all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, and I just I I love how the the demons they come back and like they just throw it in these people's faces like man like sure you might try to be serving God but you're doing shitty things so why should we care? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're murdering in the name of God, which is like no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, and also, like, just speaking personally, it did touch me a little bit because uh, around the time that I started watching this, I had just left uh, a, a religion that my parents uh, raised me in, and it, it ended up, so, like, right now I'm in a weird place when it comes to religion, so watching this at, around that time was a little bit cathartic. strange. Yeah, it was also cathartic in a way because it's like people do do things in the name of religion but like when you when you take a step back or like you watch it from the outside you're like what the fuck are these people doing i'm like why why do they think that this is what god wants if you're trying to worship him sort of thing and so it, it feels funny in a way to see like the, the devil beings <laughs> coming to punish these people but like also you feel kind of like well you know they got a point like does like i think the the, the elder at some point is like well, if we're gonna kill each other, then do we really deserve to stay around? To stay around? So, like, it, it, the, those themes do come up again and again in this show, and I, I, I think that they hit them well, even if they are a little bit over the top at times. Like, uh, also, there's the moment where the bishop is getting like consumed by the demon, and they just cut to like stained glass of, of Jesus. Oh, that was that them. was such a good shot. Like it, it, it manages to be funny <laughs> because of how over, over the top it is in that instance. Yeah. And uh, actually, also like I, I'm talking about this church scene a lot, but like there's a lot to break down there. Also, the the visuals of this show are amazing, but like in that scene specifically, like it just they t- they push up the red levels all the way up to like a hundred, like it. it uh, the bishop's face is all red. There's like a tiny bit of yellow coming through the windows, but otherwise, like while Trevor is talking to the bishop, like it just looks like they're in a hell pit. So like, I I love the show's use of color when when they decide to pull that up. Although the rest of the world is just so bleak because that's kind of how the atmosphere is. But um, that's true. How do you feel about the general aesthetic of this show? Since it, we we talked a little bit about it being anime style sort of thing, yeah. like it's hard not to just call it a straight anime at this point. I, 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 I want to do that too, but it isn't like I don't know. Like it's it's hard to categorize. Uh, it's definitely done in that hashtag anime style. I, I really appreciate the aesthetic and like the darkness of everything and how dour and just upsetting everything looks all the time. It really makes me feel like I'm in the 15th century, <laughs> even though, you know, obviously I'm not. Uh, that's a good point. And like, also the, the opening shot of this entire show is just like a bunch of skulls on pikes. It's like, okay, well this is, yep. this is what you're getting into. <laughs> Hashtag brutal. Yeah. But uh, also at the same time, like because everything is so dour, so when we get into Dracula's castle and we see all the shiny science stuff, like it 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 feels more like okay, this is modern stuff. And yeah. then later when they find like the gears and the lights going on in in the underground catacombs, like that also stands out more because everything else is so bleak on the outside. So. Yeah, honestly, when the show first like the first episode, I was like, "Huh, when does this take place?" I didn't remember what the time said, but everything looks really modern for some reason. Right, because we start in Dracula's castle. Yeah. 
Um, we haven't talked much about Dracula. Um, like he's the person we meet first. Uh, it, the the whole show begins like setting up Dracula as this kind of hermit, and this uh, this woman comes in to the castle wanting to know her, uh, wanting to get information out of him. You, you said that you liked this scene from the very beginning. Well, like yeah. what's, what stood out I to was you like, about it? I was like, okay, pretty lady, I'm in. She's like a spitfire. She don't take no sass from Dracula. I thought she was going to be the protagonist. <laughs> I was like all in for that. I, I wasn't expecting it to be like a straight adaptation of the games at all, which it turned out to be more so of like the third one. Anyway, but yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I'm into this sassy lady. She can like do her science. She can be herself, you know, hang out with Dracula. And then it didn't turn out that way. Yeah, yeah. Like w- one small negative thing I will give this show, like to, oh, another. This is another show where it's basically the death of a female character impulsing the ma- the male character's yeah. uh, push into villainy. Like I the, wasn't uh, a super fan of that element happening. It's just it's a really overdone trope at this point, and it would have been better without it. But you know, you got to get the plot going somehow, I guess. Yeah, they they get it out of the way early, so like by the time you're deep in the show, you kind of like just accept yeah, you it. Forget. <laughs> but like I I will say like when I watch it for the first time, I was like, oh man, we're really doing this <laughs> this early. But 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 like Lisa, the the woman there, like she she gets burned at the stake, and we see the bishop and everyone, um, just letting it happen. She's and, a witch. Yeah, she they call her a witch because she is trying to do science. <laughs> As you do. And, as you do, and and Dracula shows Dracula shows up in like a fire tornado, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna give you one year to leave before I destroy this place because you killed my wife. Honestly, I thought that was super reasonable. Yeah, it, it, but like, it, like he could have just killed you all. He is Dracula, but no, he gives gives you a year. Albeit, it's because he has to like build his army and stuff. But it gives you a year to leave, and you didn't. So like, whose fault is that? Right. We, we we cut to like a year later and it's the Archbishop giving a speech. It's uh, like, hey, the devil told us we should leave. But guess what? Nothing happened, right? And then blood starts raining from yep. the sky. <laughs> you should have left. He, to- he told you. Yeah, and then the hell beasts start, and I think this is like the first scene where you get the gore of the show because oh, the, yeah. the beasts come in and start like disemboweling the people. You see guts yeah. on the on the street it's all just, over. It's disturbing and like a really compelling way <laughs> yeah this show is not for the faint of heart in terms of gore like if you're not if you're not ready to see just people being beheaded and their eyes just like roll back and blood everywhere and like intestines and shit not the show for you yeah yeah but uh so so all that happens and the uh, dracula is like hey i gave you a year you didn't do squats <laughs> like so I'm like to destroy everything yeah face my wrath and uh I, that that and so all that sets up the dracula's des- uh, desire to just destroy everything right and the, the, then episode two happens and we meet uh, trevor it was just like in this bar scene like th- this is also part of the show right like it it, it hard cuts from like the the violence and destruction of whatever happening outside and we cut to this bar it's like two drunk dudes talking about fucking a goat yeah it's very <laughs> strange but it was yeah. fun yeah like it, 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 it's so jarring it's like oh um okay like that's the kind of show that this this became i but, mean uh, what else are you gonna do for fun in like the the 1400s really you just gotta uh, fuck goats i guess if you're like a farmer or is, something it, is is this why bestiality had to be put into law books because there were yeah this, this was a popular thing to do for fun. yeah guys were just bragging about it in bars and like the lawmakers were just like okay this shit gotta stop yeah um but with from these drunkards we also get exposition that like the belmonts who or Tre- trevor is a part of are part of this family of magic beast hunting people and they blame them for the magic hell beasts roaming the countryside and so we have this fight scene between uh, between them we get an introduction to trevor in that way um there's like a bar fight multiple nut kicks (laughs) process oh yeah Uh, there are like a lot of nut kicks aren't there 
I remember yeah. a screenshot of one because it was really funny, but I don't let me look it up. Well, I think I think it's this one in the bar fight because he like mentioned something like, "Would you please leave my testicles alone?" <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, because like once again, like I think a lot of this show comes from the fact like it sets you up in being like such a dark, brooding show. But then when it cuts to Trevor, like it it adds like some dry humor and some like let's say bottom of the barrel humor. But like because it, it comes after all the dark stuff, like it feels refreshing in a way, or it just feels like contrasty in a way that I don't usually get from shows like this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But um, the, so they they end up uh, fighting. There there's blood, obviously, but uh, eventually he wanders out into Greshit, which is one of the cities that's uh, being that's being de- uh, being destroyed. And so he's just kind of wandering around, like a- asking like what's what's going on with people or what's going on with the city. Uh, he figures out about Dracula's story, and we also get him meeting this person in the alleyway and who's getting harassed or this old man and like another scene that stood out to me is like he fights these uh, priests who like have knives and stuff and he whips an eyeball out of one of them yeah that was like what damn he's really good with that whip like i wonder like is that even possible in real life like i mean you could probably do it by accident i don't think you can precisely do it yeah, because, like, how would the whip, like, go inside your eye and then pull it out? Like, Maybe it's, like, a spiked whip and, like, but, okay, this is assuming, like, real life stuff. It might just, like, pierce your eye and you just pull it out. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I know. It's like, huh. That, that seems doable, though, for the, for this world. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, we, we get an introduction to, like, the priests being basically, like, t- uh, tough bodyguard people in, in this universe. And so, but the the elder survives. He he takes Trevor back to his house and uh, t- tells him about what's going on. And like uh, also that there's this whole theme going on about like for people to gain power, ordinary people just have to step aside and keep quiet, which is also kind of a theme that we're going on in society right now. So like the like the, that whole thing of because Dracula also says something like this right when he talks about people to blame for his wife dying it's like those people could have stopped it if they felt like it but they just let yeah, it happen yeah they just yeah they're just as guilty cuz they're bystanders yeah and so it's it's interesting in, in light of like the current political climate of like uh, ap- apathy sometimes taking over like stuff like uh, messages like this seem a bit I more feel like there's like a slogan that goes with that but i don't remember what it is it's like Mm. complicit it's like something complicit blah 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 anyway yeah 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 but like this show seems to hit hard on that and also it hits on on trevor being like this too because also in these uh, in these scenes with the the elder it's like well why what are you doing with your life you're kind of just wandering around (laughs) And so basically this show is kind of, at least this first season is like trying to get Trevor back to having a reason to do things since otherwise he's just kind of wandering, doing nothing, uh, aimless in life after getting exiled, which is also kind of relatable in a way, like trying to find a purpose in life. True. Yeah, but um, but anyways, eventually they reveal these uh, speakers reveal that they haven't left the city, even though they're being blamed for it because the grandchild is missing. And so Trevor eventually changes his mind and decides to go find the the grandchild so they can leave because he says like he knows what it's like to be persecuted. And so the the next episode goes into that, like him going down to the catacombs. Um, in this sequence, there's a lot of falling through holes, and in the next episode, there's a lot of falling through holes. Yeah, there's a lot of holes. That you I've, just been fall in, through. I've been informed that this is a Castlevania thing, but like, <laughs> I guess, I guess so. I guess you just fall through things in the games. I don't know. Yeah, but, but they managed to get some jokes out of it. Like in the, in in this episode, it's like reflexes like a cat, sort of, and then he falls through another hole, sort of thing. It's like uh, they managed to incorporate it. Like, how are your legs and back not broken by now? I mean, how is this person even alive, considering all the... (laughs) That's true. Considering, like, every single thing that is happening in this fucking show. Like, how is anybody alive? How are people still alive in this country? Yeah. 
And in this scene, he meets like a, a very weird monster, a stone eye cyclops, he calls it. And I, I do hope for season two we get more weird creatures like this because th- this season did kind of focus mainly on the hell beasts and, and like people being evil. Yeah. But, like we didn't really get weird like uh, supernatural stuff outside of that. But like the Cyclops was pretty cool. I'm sure um, that's like a like a game nod of some sort. You know, like oh, that's that's the boss from the thing. Yeah, and, and like Waka. <laughs> And he shoots laser out through his single eye. It kind of felt like a Zelda villain kind of thing. But uh, yeah, so he fights the, the Cyclops. Um, this is where the God shits in my dinner once again line comes from. Uh, it is a thing in the games. Oh, it is? Fun fact. Uh, but he manages to, to kill it and undo- undoes a curse that would turn everybody into statues, including the grandchild, which turns out to be a granddaughter, uh, Saifa. Uh, we didn't really talk about Saifa in the in- introduction. Uh, she she does things later, but like it seems she's mostly half uh, halfway introduced here. Like, yeah. what what are your thoughts uh, on Saifa in this first season? She's just plucky and like again, she takes no sass from <laughs> Simon. Not Simon. That's the other. Yeah. yeah the... God damn it! I <laughs> Trevor. Trevor, sure. Trevor. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I know Simon and Trevor are two different people. Thank you. Um, but yeah, she takes no guff from him, and you can tell that they're gonna fuck eventually. So. Ooh. Are we? Are you shipping them? <laughs> no, it's just like how they're set. It's like belligerent sexual attention, and it's mm. how they're set up. And I also looked on Wikipedia to see if this has been hashtag confirmed by games and or uh. other supplementary material, and it has been. So uh. spoilers. I'm sorry. Oh well, I, I I hope this show at least, at least tries to delay that because right now I enjoy the fact that they're just like angry at each other and don't really have any um, <laughs> um good chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I, I, honestly, I I felt I I was feeling it. I was like, yeah, this is felt? what this is setting up. Okay. Well, I I, I do I, I enjoyed Cypher for for most of this. Uh, I I think at the end she gets a little sidelined, but more just because of all the action that's going on. Yeah. But I, I I like that Cypher's a bit sarcastic towards uh, towards him. Like uh, she says stuff like I could pee in a bucket and tell him it's beer, sort of thing. It's like she it's gets jokes too. Tell for me like the spaces that her Trevor and Alucard are gonna occupy with one another. Like, what's that going to be in the future? But we haven't gotten there yet, so let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about season two things later. But, like, uh, yeah, so the, the Trevor rescues Saifa and they to bring, bring her out. But Trevor notices that there's lights and gears down there. So he tells the, the elders, like, this is what Dracula's castle looks like. So you shouldn't uh, hope that there's a, 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 a leader down there. But uh, then we get to Trevor being abducted to the church. We t- we already talked about 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 this scene a lot <laughs> about uh, yeah. Trevor and the bishop talking. Um, but it it ends with basically the bishop revealing like he just wants to be the main church person in all this country, and he's so like, he wants to be like the pope or something. Yeah, yeah. But also, I, I guess it does seem to, they do seem to be digging into that he truly believes that he is, like, God's person, or, like, it, it's a strange balance they're working between him being selfish and just, like, doing stuff for himself, but also, at the same time, believing that he's doing things for God. Like, it, it, it works a fine line, this show. I don't know. People don't make narrative sense half the time, so I can let that slide. Yeah, yeah. Also, it might. Uh, I mean, speaking personally, I think that in religious contexts, like the lines do blur a lot with that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, you can exactly. like you, you can like tell yourself you're doing something for God, even though like deep in your but brain it's like yeah, deep in your brain you're like, well, it's not actually like it's more that I want this, but like God will bless me if I'm doing it for the right reasons, sort of thing. But uh, yeah, he 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 doesn't. Um, yeah, he he does he doesn't end up surviving this because the hell beings come up. Yeah, your life works makes make sorry your life's work makes him puke. Was yeah, yeah, that, that that was it. from from the from hell beast number one. 
Yeah. Hellbeast Prime. Is he Prime? Well, who is Hellbeast Prime? I don't know. I guess Dracula would kind of be that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Like, uh, there's a couple of Hellbeasts who talk. Most of them don't, though. There's also that one later who's like, we're an army from hell. <laughs> and then he just gets, like, sliced. But <laughs> I mean, what is Dracula, really? Is he, like, a wizard? Is he, like, a demon? Well, I know he's, he's a, vampire. a vampire. I know he's a vampire, but how can vampires, like, do that shit? Well, maybe, maybe it's like maybe it's like an Adventure Time situation where like it's like Marceline is like a half vampire, half demon sort of thing. So like, Dracula is a half vampire, half demon sort of thing. Okay. Maybe right? Like maybe in season three we'll get Dracula's parents. <laughs> yeah. So Marceline equals Dracula is what this is, or Dracula equals Marceline. Yeah, okay. Mar- yeah, Mar- Marceline is Dracula if Bubblegum was killed. Oh, da- dude, that's like, <laughs> fuck, that should be a fanfic. <laughs> Yo, write that, Alex. Oh, shit, I want to look that up now. That's actually, that works really well. <laughs> Except, like, badly, but, like, yeah, Finn yeah. could be uh, Trevor, and I don't know who would be Cypher. <laughs> Probably Huntress Wizard. Well, Finn is like Alucard because like he has a relationship with Marceline, but ends up yeah. like needing to bring her down, sort of thing. Yeah, so, so someone find this fanfic for us. Yeah, yeah, this fanfic <laughs> sounds like really good, and somebody should write it to <laughs> me or Alex because I don't have confidence and to write fanfic. I, and I don't have creativity aside from the premise. <laughs> like uh, otherwise, it's just like copying and pasting Adventure Time characters into Castlevania. <laughs> I mean, we could. That should be a thing. Yeah. I'm just, like, is there any fan art or fanfic about this? Let us know in the comments down below. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but so so the Hellbees show up, and we have uh, this uh, new fight between the the mob and Trevor. But at the same time, the beasts are coming. This is kind of where like it all ends up ramping up i think up to now the show like episodes two and three like kind of take their time but like episode four feels like all action for a long time so yeah. it, it ends up feeling really packed so i get that that side of the pacing argument although i, I think that it works for being a finale sort of thing yeah. but it in any case like he he faces the mob and uh Saifa shows up out of nowhere to protect trevor reveals that she has magic fire powers <laughs> Um, there's circles with a ring of fire. I, I I did like that scene. I also liked Saifa showing up. It's like I didn't ask you to protect me or something like that. So good adding to the whole like she doesn't take no guff character. God, Baka, I didn't ask you to protect me, Andrews. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> um. But that then um, what happens after? Oh yeah, well yeah, the the, the beasts sh- show up and uh, yeah, Trevor and then... ends up being a planner. Um, yeah, he just shows them how to like coordinate their spears and stuff, and they kill the hell beasts. I guess. Yeah, yeah, they 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 show us what I imagine we're gonna see a lot later, like salt and holy water, and. Oh yeah, there is like a lot of salt and holy water in that, huh? Yeah. Who knew that demons were allergic to salt? I guess that's a thing because I feel like I other guess shows so. about that. I, I I'm pretty sure like it's what you like put yourself around like a circle of salt or something and yeah. Well, I, I, wait, this is also an Adventure Time thing. Like, isn't there an episode where like they surround Jermaine's house with salt? Yeah, <laughs> isn't that how? Is it salt or milk? No, they have to draw the guy's face and then throw milk at it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. <laughs> that's a different thing. There's well, also a SpongeBob episode where they like surround themselves in like a circle and. You know, keeps the yeah. bears away, so it's sort of the same concept. So, so really, all uh, all cartoons have been preparing us for the Satanism of Castlevania, then. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they defeat the demons, but then they fall through a hole, like in the middle of the square. Like, <laughs> the, the, it's like, just the catacombs. Yeah, they fall into the catacombs, but they were in like they were in the town square, and then just him and Sypha fall into the hole. <laughs> yeah, very, I don't know. <laughs> it's just really convenient. Yeah, really convenient. But so we get a series of falling down holes, including like them falling on top of a gear, and they have like a swing a montage where they swing across onto the onto the metal stretchers and stuff. Um, but eventually they get all the way to the bottom and they find uh, some pale-looking David Bowie type vampire <laughs> floating out of a coffin. 
and he reveals himself to be Alucard. We saw him in episode one, but in episode one, we d- I don't think we really saw his face or, or said his name. So yeah. like the, the first time around, I was like, who who is this guy? And then later it's like, oh, oh okay, he's supposed to be the guy we saw in episode one. But, the but, guy. Yeah, the guy. But like, uh, yeah, in episode one, we see a brief scene of him trying to stop Dracula from unleashing the army, but uh, Dracula just swings at him and it cuts it cuts away. So here we see Alucard uh, arising, and Trevor is like, "Well, you're, you're a vampire. It's like, I I don't trust you at all." And then they have a fight a fight scene, which I think is really good. I think it heats up when Alucard begins teleporting because like teleporting fight scenes always seem like extra dangerous uh, <laughs> um also there's some good there's some good sword fighting in this uh i'm not sure why alucard uses a sword though because like he's a vampire it's just classy yeah he, he's trained in the art of the sword yeah uh, also it, it does seem a little bit like he's kind of toying with with him or like trying to get like what trevor even is because at at the end he he stops only because a cypha like tell tells her like we're here for the same purpose which is to stop dracula and that's what gets him to stop so it, it also feels a little bit like alucard testing trevor sort of thing but during it it feels very tense because it does feel like trevor hates alucard's gun and alucard could easily just bite trevor and kill him yep. so like it, it does feel like it has stakes regardless uh, there's there's also <laughs> vampires. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, anyway. the, the Trevor also needs him in the junk, but there's no reaction because I guess vampires don't have genitals. Um. They have steel genitals. Have you ever read Twilight? It's like I have, oh, like a rock. I, is that talked about in Twilight? Okay, on okay. So I I have memories. I was very big into Twilight back in the day. I have memories of going on Stephanie Meyer's website, and after Breaking Dawn, the last book came out, she had written down an explanation as to how the pregnancy would work, because Bella gets pregnant in that one. I do recall, I don't think it's still up, but I do recall something along the lines of, you know, venom inside of the penis, but also that the penis was just like, I mean, the vampires, they're like stone, Uh, pretty much. is it, so are there are, are there set scenes in the Twilight movies? Or? I think it's kind of like you know the curtains below as they become one, something it, along that effect. Yeah, because if we're if we're talking about metal penis, like that's how does that not hurt? <laughs> I don't know. Do like hmm. I mean, I, like I guess dildos like dildos, are like people yeah. put dildos of various materials inside yeah. of their person so like it could happen i guess it could glass there are glass dildos there's probably like i mean people use stone dildos back in the olden day they probably use stone dildos in the fucking time period this took place in so i'm not surprised yeah um if there's uh, there's probably a la carte trevor slash fic out there so hopefully this has been talked about well, let us know if Alucard fucks, please. Um, <laughs> if anybody knows. Does Alucard just... fuck? Yeah. Oh, I God. Mean... She, Stephanie Meyer still has this up on her website. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, go into the Breaking Dawn section and then the FAQs and it's there. Wow, FAQs. It's... It... Um, well, props to Stephanie, I guess, for, for not ignoring Yeah, she, she, she explained it. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> Uh, but unfortunately, there is no fucking in this scene. Although there's some good eye fucking, I guess, because like they they stare, they had like intense staring scenes during the fight. But uh, yeah, eventually he finally reveals himself as the son of Dracula, and uh, he, he he explains that this sleeping soldier story that we've been talking about throughout the season, like it, the finishing of the story, is that he would be met by a hunter and a scholar, and so that ends up. Uh, hey. Yeah. It's so, there, uh, the prophecy. Yeah, the prophecy has been uh, forcibly fulfilled. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so that, convenient that we just learned the second half of that prophecy right now. And Trevor comments, and it was like, "Why don't the speakers tell me anything?" <laughs> just because. 
Yeah. But uh, and so the it the episode ends with like the three of them walking out together on a mission to destroy Dracula, and the, the, then the spooky ending music happens. I have a comment. Uh, the name Alucard is really dumb, and whoever came up yeah. with that like thirty years ago. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of impressive, though, that Dracula, if you spell it out backwards, even reads something as coherent as uh, Alucard, because, like, so many yeah. words, if you spell them backwards, mean nothing, but, like... <laughs> I'm more just salty that I tried to spell it the other night, but I couldn't because it couldn't spell <laughs> backwards. So I was doing, like, oh, look, lard, or something. Like, it was it was a mess. <laughs> Yeah, what if Dracula was like a palindrome, where like it somehow said the same thing if you spelled it backwards? That'd be cool. But uh, yeah, so like th- this sets up season two. Um, I-, I don't, I don't know if you have you seen the trailer. I did, but nothing really stuck with me. <laughs> same, same. It was just like, like fight I- scenes, yeah. Yeah, I saw more, more Dracula, which is good because honest, like honestly, one thing I will give this season not enough Dracula. Like we had a lot of him in episode one, we really don't get much of him for the rest of the season. So I, I do, I am, I am hopeful for more Dracula scenes. Um, there was also like a female vampire-looking person that seems Aww. to be with Dracula, so that, that that'll be interesting to look at. Uh, but but yeah, like, what are your general expectations for what Castlevania season two is going to do now that we have like our main crew together? They're just gonna like fucking hunt down Dracula, I guess. That's what happens in the games, if I recall correctly. I don't know, like, I, I it's just like a road trip with a couple buddies, really. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I, I will say, I, I'm I'm. It's it's a weird comparison, but I wonder if this is gonna end up being like a Dragon Prince type situation where like it's a it's yeah it's it's not as great a show, but like it's a similar it's a similar thing where it's like two people who like know each other and then like the third person who comes from a different race and like people they have to like learn to trust them sort of thing, and so I imagine we're gonna get a bit of that with like uh, Trevor and uh, and Sypha like trying to trust Alucard's. Uh, thing because he's a vampire and all so I, I expect some of that but i also expect more like w- more witty banter between trevor and sypha and may- maybe alucard gets into it i don't know we, we didn't get much humor from him in the short time we got but uh he, there, there's potential but um oh it's like a classic oh yeah we're gonna go defeat the fire lord except he's dracula <laughs> and also there's more gore what would happen if avatar had like this much gore Ooh, I mean, obviously cool. it wouldn't be for kids anymore, but, like, people did die in that show, and there were wars going on, so people had to have been bloodied up. Yeah, and, like, Fire Kingdom just shooting fireballs everywhere. Like, I mean, yeah, should, like, 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 where are all the burn marks? There should be more burn marks than just the few. Yeah, like, the entire world should, like, stink of burning flesh. <laughs> exactly, like, come on. The Netflix Avatar series should rectify this. Yeah, if it's live action, might as well like go dark and gritty with it. <laughs> They're not going to. Yeah, but I mean that'd be fun. Just make it. Well, we're just veering into like turn everything into like DC universe gritty. <laughs> well, my my sort of thing like is this like have there been whisperings on the internet that this is like a total like bad adaptation or is it like too hashtag gritty? For the children, children being the '80s kids who. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I haven't, I, I've seen discussion that this is a very close adaptation of the video game, which I, I guess is good for video game fans. But like it, it's funny that like for someone who has no context whatsoever, like it still feels like a very coherent story and one that they they managed to, like inject enough character development into it to make it seem interesting aside aside from the plot. And that's something that I do hope that Castlevania continues to do. Like, I hope that Trevor doesn't stagnate, that we do continue to see him, like, get some sort of empathy while still remaining kind of, like, not giving a fuck about most things. And so, so like, I, I think there's there's room there with the story while while keeping the, the, gritty, the grittiness of the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I was going to... Uh, like who, I, I mentioned DC Universe briefly as a joke, but like I, I do want to like try to figure out 
like what makes this work where like it's it's dark and gritty but like it has jokes and whatnot but then stuff like suicide squad where they try to make jokes but they're also trying to be dark like that fails miserably i think because maybe it might maybe like source material because in terms of video games that are what they are like literally 30 years old uh this one's based off of a castlevania 3 came out in 89 video games that are 30 years old that didn't have too much like story happening within the actual game itself it was more like oh you know you have like a bunch of characters to play as and you gotta defeat the bad guy yada yada i think there's more like breathing room for people to interpret that different ways and you know have things like the religious aspect and like have things like jokes whereas stuff like suicide squad the source material has been beaten to death in adaptation throughout the years. Um, the thing that primarily comes into my mind when I'm thinking about, you know, DC slash Batman villains is the animated series from the 90s. You know, that was really prominent. But you also have stuff like, you know, the Lego games, the Nolan movies, uh, the <laughs> Tim Burton movie. <laughs> like, all this different shit that has been going on for, like, the past... And, like, you know, the Adam West series... All this shit that's been going on for the past 60, even like 70 years, however long Batman's been going on. Uh, And there isn't too much room for interpretation because those characters in the zeitgeist have been so clearly defined. Where, you know, if you go like sort of more of a campy gritty or like, you know, oh, ha ha ha, you know, Joker has a bunch of fucking dumbass tattoos all over himself. (laughs) And he's Jared Leto and doing all this dumb shit. <clears throat> if you're trying to go that way versus, you know, the really campy 60s version versus the really, like, you know, dark, gritty uh, Heath Ledger version from the Nolan movies or even, you know, Jack Nicholson, it's hard to reconcile all these different interpretations of the character when there have been so many iconic versions of it. Whereas Castlevania, there's, like, probably like a manga out there or something or other that elaborated on trevor and alucard and sypha etc but it hasn't been so firmly put into the zeitgeist where people are taking issue with it conflicting with this animated show i i can see that like uh, the superhero movies kind of like deal with specific tropes and so like stuff like this where it just feels like a very different atmosphere compared to what we're used to watching these kind of uh, of kind of media and also like it's it's a lot gorier so because of that like the dry humor sticks out a little bit more so like it just it does feel like it's doing stuff that's a little bit different than what we're used to seeing. Uh, also, I will say, like, for most of this, sh- of this, this season, like, it focused on Trevor, so, like, we got a lot of time with him, whereas a lot of times in these in these gritty movies, like, they do try to spread it out a lot, so because of that, you never really get time to develop a character. So I, I think that, all, that also helps that we had this first season to, like, focus on Trevor, and that way, m- maybe in the next season, we focus on other on other characters a little more, but now we have that foundation because we spent, like, the first season on him as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll you know, Castlevania Season 2 comes out uh, when we're recording this tomorrow. Um, By the time you listen to us, it may already be out. But, uh, we'll, Who knows? Who knows? Uh, um, will 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 Dracula survive season two? Uh, I don't know. Like, has it been announced anywhere that there's something else? Well, okay. So uh, eight plus. So this next season's eight episodes, right? Yeah. Eight plus. So it's twelve. So if they kill Dracula, that would be basically like a full anime series at one point. Um, so I would be fine with it. And then if they decide to do like another season or you know something or other they can just extrapolate on simon belmont and they're like you know the various other belmonts that <laughs> infect the castlevania lore yeah i because I, 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 we forget that this is based off of what is essentially a prequel to the original drag the original castlevania game where dracula is still oh. alive <laughs> I did not know that. So. Oh, there you go. That's some okay. fun facts for you. This is actually a prequel to the original oh, Castlevania spooky. game. So it's kind of weird that Castlevania 3 is a prequel to Castlevania 1. I don't know. Anyway, uh-huh. that's just how things are in the Castlevania lore as I understand them. Okay. 
Well, I will say, like, even if it sticks to uh, to the game, like, uh, I guess that means that it's good for me that I don't I have I don't have any knowledge of the game because I won't be surprised by these things. Or, I mean, I will be surprised by the show, but because I have not been spoiled on it, so yay, yay for yeah, me. Yeah, for... I've just been spoiling Alex a lot today. <laughs> Yeah, so sorry for everyone who I guess has played these, but may- maybe that's worked for you. If you, even if you ha- have played the game and watched the show, is I do think that the show is doing interesting things that a video game from that time may not have been able to do. So. Yeah, it's definitely a very interesting show to watch, and uh, I'd personally definitely recommend it as long as you can handle the gore. I think that there's a lot of oh, other yeah. stuff going yeah. on with this show. Okay. There's one really disturbing scene that I wanted to bring up just because it uh. stuck out in my mind as probably like the worst. Uh-huh. Uh, so when they get to whatever the fuck, uh, Grishit, um, the, you know the demons have been invading Grishit on and off like every night because I don't know why they just don't like kill everybody. Uh, and one night they come and a lady has a baby, right? And the yeah. demons come and they take the baby and they like eat it in front of her and it's very disturbing. Oh and yeah. It just it makes me unhappy. Yeah. That's the only that's the only like issue I had with the core. <laughs> just like don't eat babies. <laughs> but like that at, is at, the... at that point that's when I felt like okay they're kind of going over the top with this. But that's the classic demon thing to do. You just eat babies. I know that demons eat babies and like dingoes do too. But like <laughs> at that point, I thought it was getting a little bit excessive, but it, it toned down from there. So yeah, we'll see how many babies get eaten in season two. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. So um, un- until we have uh, Castlevania two, uh, season two to talk about, um, we will be around to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, until then, you can find out uh, more about this podcast at OrlyAnimated.com. If you want to chat with us about Castlevania or any other show we cover here at Overly Animated, you can do that on our Discord at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Uh, you can also support us financially via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Brit, a.k.a. Opal. Woo! Uh, they- <laughs> Go Paul! Oh, Paul? Oh, it's okay, me. okay, maybe she spells it different, but she would spell it <laughs> O-P-A-U-L. But uh, anyway, I okay. digress. I always call her O-Paul. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, inside joke, I guess, for Brits. Um, th- th- I've known be- Brit for like 10 years, so there you go. Oh, okay. Well, Thanks th- for th- your money, Brit. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And uh, thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers, John Ryan, Stephen Hugh. Um, besides Castlevania, we've also recently talked to Miraculous Ladybug, which is on the entirely other end of the spectrum of animation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we've also talked with our Netflix. We recently talked Bojack Horseman Season 5, uh, another uh, adult show with lots of deep themes to talk about. So you can. Yeah, also hashtag gritty, maybe in different ways. So you can also check that out as well. If you uh, want to yeah. watch like a lesser Netflix show, we mentioned Disenchantment or Disen... Whatever the uh. fuck it's called. Disenchanted, Disenchantment. It's the fucking Matt Granig show that is set in a similar time period, but is worse. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an example of using too many jokes that are not that great to begin with. Yeah, to just pad out episodes. So and, and not and not doing much with the setting, right? Because that, that was a thing that we complained a lot about with this enchantment. This is like, really, it didn't feel like they were doing enough with them being in medieval times. Whereas yeah. this uh, this show, like, it feels like it takes advantage of that. Like, oh, it, yeah, the, the whole setting of it, the, the, the way that people talk, the, the, the idea that, like, lights, like, electric lights are the part of the devil's things like it's like it, it it just feels like this show does it a lot better than other sh- lesser shows like disenchantment but yeah if you want to hear us talk about disenchantment there's a podcast for that too <laughs> uh, but but yeah so uh, un- until we we get back together to talk about castlevania season two we'll, we'll talk to you soon adios bye